0: Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: We're on the air with the School Kids Questionnaire, brought to you by the makers of Alka-Seltzer and One-A-Day brand vitamin tablets. And here they are, The Quiz Kids, with Jack Benny as our special guest. Quiz Kids, get ready for those examination questions you listeners sent in. And if you hear your name on a question, you know a Zenith Portable radio is on its way to you. Because we give a Zenith Portable for every question used on the show. You just mail your questions to Quiz Kids Chicago. We may rewrite them, and we must be sole judges in case of similarity. And now, with the rules and regulations taken care of, we'll get on with the quiz under the tutelage of our chief quizzer himself,
0: Joe Kelly. Thank you, Fort Pearson, and good evening, everyone. Fort forgot to mention one rule. Of the five quiz kids, the three with high scores come back again. Now, we had one quiz kid who could never come back again on that basis because he got no score at all. So tonight, we bring him back anyway as guest judge. His name, ladies and gentlemen, is Jackie Benny. Now, uh... Now, his honor, Judge Benny, is going to be a little late for school tonight because he's giving his own show for the Army Air Force's Technical Training School away across town in Chicago. So we've arranged for a special escort to rush him here to the studios, and we have reserved uh, an elevator, and it's waiting below to whisk him up to the 19th floor. And while we're waiting, we get on with roll call. Harvey?
2: I'm Harvey Bennett Fishman. I'm 12 years old and in the 8th grade at the Bradwell School. Margaret? I'm, <coughs> I'm Margaret Merrick. I'm 14 years old. I live in Western Springs, and I'm a sophomore at Ly- Lyons Township High School.
0: Richard?
3: I'm Richard Williams. I'm 13 years old, and I'm in the 8th grade at Roosevelt School, East Chicago, Indiana.
0: Ruthie?
4: I'm Cassandra Duskin. I'm 8 years old, and I'm in the 6th grade at the Parkside School. And Joel? I am Joel Copperman. I am 6 years
5: old and 2A at both the school.
0: Say, wait a minute, Joel. I thought you were going to be on Jack Benny's program right now. What, what happened?
5: Uh, well, you see, the government needed some of the time on Jack Benny's program. And, uh, uh, both the government and me wouldn't have, there wouldn't be time enough for both the government and me. <laughs> and the government was more important than me, so I got off.
0: Oh, well, good for you. Well, now that's, that's a splendid way to look at it, Joel, and I, I really admire you. you. You really are a true little American gentleman. Uh, meantime, Fort Pearson will take over in the mathematics department.
1: Well, here's the answer to one family problem, Joel. you can add to your comfort and subtract plenty from your miseries. If you try Alka-Seltzer when you're bothered with a headache or a touch of acid indigestion. In addition, you'll find Alka-Seltzer soothing when you have an upset stomach, simple neuralgia, or muscular aches and pains. And what's more, you can divide the small cost of Alka-Seltzer by the number of times it may prove helpful. And you'll find the price isn't even a fraction of the comfort it can bring. And that's exactly why the folks who praise Alka-Seltzer are multiplying day by day. Well, that's all for me, Joel. That's the quiz kids take over.
0: All right, Fort. Well, children, your first question is from Phil P. Greenwood of Brentwood, Maryland. If you were in a hurry to drain the water out of your bathtub, would it drain quicker if you continued to sit in the tub after pulling the plug or if you climbed right out? Richard?
3: Uh, if you sat in the tub, it would drain quicker because, uh, the depth of the water would be greater and, uh... So the pressure, and the pressure varies directly as uh, the depth of the water, and
0: it'd be deeper,
3: so it'd go out quicker.
0: That's right, Richard, my boy. Good for you. (laughs) Well, now, let's see. Harvey has his hand up. Harvey?
2: Well, I agree with Richard, and uh, there's another reason, too. (laughs) Well, the water would be higher, and a little bit of it would go out the drain that's on top of the uh, tub, too.
0: Well, now, say, there's an angle we didn't cover.
5: <laughs>
0: okay, good boy, Harvey. Well, now, next question. I hope you won't be at sea answering this question from John H. Barron of Minneapolis, Minnesota. He wants you to think of three seas named after countries or islands.
5: Joel? Uh, there's the French Sea I read in tre- down of the Navy, and there's the... There's two of them: the North Sea and the East Sea, and there's the Irish Sea and the Arabian Sea.
0: Well, that's fine, Joel. That's all right, believe me. Well, we've got some more hands up. Let's see how far we can go with this, uh, Margaret. There's, <coughs> there's the Bering Sea. Bering Sea, after a country or an island, uh, Margaret. Well,
2: there is a Bering Island in Bering Strait.
0: Well, I'm afraid I'll have to take your word for it. I don't have it on my card. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, uh, Harvey.
2: Well, there's the Java Sea, and uh, and I think there's a one called the Japan Sea.
0: Well, that is right. Now, Java Sea, that's another one that I'll have to look up, I'm afraid, because oh. I don't have that on my card. Well, we've got more than enough. Thanks very, very much, kids. We'd better get along to uh, the rest of our questions now. Uh, Gene Archer of Dallas, Texas, must be anticipating spring house cleaning. He wants to know how much it costs to wash completely a window four feet wide and five feet high at two cents a square foot. Margaret? Twenty cents. How much? Uh, twenty cents. Do you say twenty 40, cents?
2: For, no. It'd be twenty square feet, so it be forty cents. Uh,
0: well, <clears throat> no. Uh, Richard? 80 cents because you'd have to wash both sides. Both sides of the window. That's right. I said complete. (laughs) Yes, sir. That was sort of a little catchy question, Margaret. (laughs) All right, next question. Esther Woodward of Cleveland, Ohio, points out that some characters in literature are decidedly off the beam. What did these characters do to make you think they are a little off up here? The first character is Ophelia. Margaret?
2: Ophelia murdered.
0: Well, uh, I think I'm going to have to have something more than that. Uh, From uh, what? uh, From
2: Hamlet. Beg pardon? She's from Hamlet.
0: Uh, Hamlet by whom?
2: William Shakespeare.
0: That's right. Well, let's see if we can't get something further on uh, Ophelia here. That's all right, Margaret. Uh, Ruthie?
4: What do you mean by off the beam?
0: Beg pardon? Well, that means, you know, a little uh, bit uh, touched in the upper story up here, see? Oh,
4: uh, she, um...
0: She she drowned herself. That's right. And uh, Margaret, I I I think that you'll find that uh, Ophelia didn't murder.
4: Well,
2: meant murdered herself. I forgot about suicide. Oh, (laughs) I see.
0: Yes, she she drowned herself. All right. Well, I guess that takes care of Ophelia. Now, how about uh, Papagino? Papagino. Ruthie.
4: Well, he lied.
0: Well, <laughs> yes. Uh, Can you uh, tell us something else about him?
4: Well, uh, he um, he was a bird catcher, and he uh, and he and he was uh, he was condemned to serve uh, Tamino Tamina in his uh, in his search for Tamina. Pami- where, uh, where
0: where would you find Papagino?
4: Uh, in The Magic School.
0: By, By whom? By Mozart. By Mozart. That's right.
4: Now,
0: the next character is uh, Mr. Billingsley. Richard? Well, uh, he just does uh,
3: sort of silly things around Jack Benny's house. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: uh, tell me, uh, Richard, can you quote him on anything? Well, uh, when, when we were on his program, he came in and he said... Oh, hello, Mr. Benny, playing with the kitties, I
0: see. (laughs) (laughs) Richard, can you tell me who takes the part of Mr. Billingsley? Uh, I think it's uh, Bill Morrow. No. No. It's, well, that's beside the point. It's uh, Eddie Boulogne, uh, another of uh, Jack Benny's writers. All right, so far, so good, kid. Well, now, Mrs. Frank C. Doyle of Elmira, New York, sends in these descriptions of girls... Mentioned in song, what are the songs? This first lady is described by the author as the girl with the strawberry curls. Harvey. Uh,
2: well, that's uh, uh, in uh, Casey, uh, the band played on, and Casey would walk with the uh, strawberry blonde. Uh, and the <clears throat> the part that says the strawberry curls is he nearly the girl with the strawberry curl, and the band played on. Well, can you sing part of it for us, uh, Harvey? Uh. He nearly the girl with the strawberry curl and the band
0: played on. Well, makes everybody want to walk, doesn't yeah. it? That is fine. Oh, now, the next, here's the next one. The buckwheat cake were in her mouth, the tear was in her eye. Richard? Well, that's Susanna.
3: From most Susanna by
0: Stephen Foster. That's right. And uh, I, I didn't really think you kids would get that because that's rather obscure. It's uh, in the second verse, by the way. But can you sing part of Oh Su- Susanna? Uh, uh, goes, the buckwheat cake was in her mouth,
3: tear was in her eye. Says, I am coming from the south. Susanna, don't you cry.
0: That's very, very nice, Richard. Very nice. All right, Gordon S. <laughs> Slaughter of Vestal, New York, sends in this Bible question. He wants to know who got left behind in each of these instances in the Bible. Here's the first instance. Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the (coughs) plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Margaret?
2: Well, Lot escaped, and Lot's wife did not. She returned to a pillar of salt.
0: That's right, Margaret. Now, here's the next instance. And the man, the lord of the country, said unto us, Hereby shall I know that ye be true men, leave one of your brethren here with me, and take food for the famine of your households, and be gone. Ruthie?
4: Simeon, with Simeon.
0: that's right. Good for you. Well, the next question is one that comes up in most every home where there are youngsters.
2: How can I get my children to take their vitamins without a lot of nagging and coaxing?
1: Well, that's easy. No doubt you're referring to vitamins A and D, or perhaps you call them the cod liver oil vitamins. Well, why don't you give these vitamins to your children in pleasant-tasting tablet form? Yes, I mean one-a-day brand vitamin A and D tablets made by Miles. Each of these easy-to-take tablets actually contains even more than a normal daily supply of vitamins A and D. And these one-a-day tablets are so pleasant-tasting... the children can chew them like candy. And of course, Mother, from your point of view... ...you avoid not only the coaxing and nagging... ...but also there's no sticky spoons to wash... ...no greasy stains on clothes or tablecloth. These winter days when so many colds are going around... ...it's wise to give the grown-ups as well as the children... ...the vitamin protection of one-a-day vitamin A and D tablets. You take just a single tablet a day... ...and it costs very little... Hardly more than a penny a day when you buy the family-sized package at your drugstore. Remember that name, one-a-day brand, vitamin A and D tablets, made by the Miles Laboratory. Now, let's have more questions, teacher.
0: All right, Fort. Well, kids, Ruth Collins of St. Louis, Missouri, wonders whether you can shed any light on how these quotations end. Both mention candles. How far that little candle and then what's the rest of it? Ruthie?
4: How far that little candle sh- throws its beam! How shines, how shines a good deed in a
0: naughty world. Well, that's that's uh, almost uh, true, word for word. Let's see if we can't uh, get in the correct words, uh, uh, Ruthie. Uh, who's that by, by the way, Ruthie?
4: Um.
0: Well, let's see if Margaret know. can tell us. Margaret.
2: Well, Portia says that that's in *The Merchant of Venice*, also by Shakespeare, and it's, I think it's the. Um, how far that little candle throws its beams. So shines on a good deed in a naughty world.
0: That's right. You were off on just one word. It's his beams instead of its beams. Well, all right. We mustn't get too technical. Uh, here's the next one now. In winter, I get up... Uh, Harvey?
2: In winter, I get up at night and dress by yellow candle, uh, candlelight. In summer, quite the other way, I have to go to bed by day.
0: And, uh, that, and that is
2: by... By uh, Robert Louis Stevenson. And it's, I think, a child's garden
0: of verses. Well, the uh, the uh, name of it is. Uh, uh, let's see if we can uh, bring that out. Joe? Bed in Summer. Bed in Summer, that's it, yeah. <laughs> uh oh, hold everything, hold everything. The door's opening, and yes, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, His Honor Judge Jack Betty. Can I talk through here? I don't know. <laughs> I, uh... Through here? Well, you know, all right, over there. I, no, really, I'm, uh... I hate to butt in on this thing. Like I'm sorry I'm late, but you see, I have my own program every Sunday night at 6 o'clock in <laughs> Chicago, and I just got through with my own, and I had a run back to my hotel at the Stockyards Plaza, and I, um... Uh, and then I had trouble coming. You know how crowded the cabs are now. You can't get any cabs or anything, so I... Finally got in a streetcar and I had an argument with a conductor there. I just happened to ask him if they make rates for actors. And they said no, and had a little trouble there. Where do you, where do you want me to sit? Uh, uh, right over here, uh, Judge. Uh, yes, uh, but uh, listen, uh, you you didn't need to go to all that bother. Uh, uh, ordinarily, our, our judges don't uh, go in for white wigs, you know. <laughs> I'm going to find out pretty soon who's going to be the comedian here. That's what I'm about. <laughs> Well, uh, Jack, I mean, Judge, uh, school's already in session, so you'd better take your place as a yeah, judge. I'm glad chair. to see all these kids again. I, oh, I bet you to, are. Dad. Yeah, we're mighty glad to see you. you know, I haven't seen them since we played together about 20 years ago at the Palace, you know? <laughs> By the way, uh, Jack, uh, Judge, here are the scores up to this point, and, uh, uh you can carry on from there and keep tapping on the score. All you. right. <clears throat> Uh, now, let's see. Uh, Pardon me, I put on my glasses. I'm at that trombone age, you know, where you get that this thing. Of... Well, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right, Jack. Don't apologize. Now, uh, here's our uh, next question here. Here's a surprising question from Joe Hefner of Hamburg, New York. Really? Oh, yeah. This, this is for the children. Yeah. Now, who was the last Democratic president to serve only one term? The last Democratic president to serve only one term. Margaret?
2: I think it was Calvin Coolidge.
0: No. Oh, no, no. No, no, no it wasn't Coolidge. No, it <laughs> wasn't. <laughs> no. I'm uh, glad you're listening. Was he president at all? Oh, oh he was. He was, yes. Oh, <laughs> Judge, please. After all. <laughs> all right, let's see what Harvey has to say. Uh,
2: was it Buchanan?
0: Well, now I'm asking that's you. You can. That's just who it was, James Buchanan. You really knew that. I, I was hoping he'd get it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I did. I, very All good. right. Now, who was the last Republican president to serve two full terms? Fred Allen. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Judge. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, uh, Harvey. Uh,
2: that is. Uh, you looking for something? Uh, no,
0: uh, I think you looked to the grass. You think? Yes. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Well, I am too. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, that's the answer. Now then, here's a math question from Frank Clark of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Assume that the world is 25,000 miles in circumference. If you walked around the world at the equator, you wouldn't lose your head, but it would go faster than your feet. Approximately... How much farther would the top of your head travel than the soles of your feet? You are five and one-half feet tall. (laughs) Would you mind repeating that? (laughs) (laughs) Judge, I don't think it's necessary. We have some hands up, uh, and uh, 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 I think I'll call on Richard.
3: Uh, Well, Joe is smaller than I am, so why don't you let him answer
0: Uh Uh-huh. nice gesture, Richard. It looks to me we're going to be so polite around here tonight we won't get this question answered at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll let Joel try it, and then we'll check with you, Richard. All right, Joel. Uh,
5: five feet one and a half inches times two would equal ten three and three inches times, that's ten and a quarter times three and a seventh, ten times three and a seventh equal thirty one and three sevenths. Uh, and a quarter of 3 and a 7 uh, equal uh, 11 14 plus 31 and 3 7 equal 31 and, I mean, 32 and 3 14 feet.
0: Well, now, let's check with Richard on that. Richard? Well,
3: uh, either I mis- misunderstood or Joel did. I thought you said, uh, that you were supposed to be five and one-half feet tall.
0: Yeah, that's right.
3: But, uh, he figured it for five feet and
0: one and one-half inches. Oh, I see. Well, let's, uh, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's start all over again. I'm sorry. <laughs> you uh, see, I was right in asking you to repeat the question. <laughs> You certainly know, you were, you know, Joe. I mean, after all, I'm a guest here, you know, you
5: know.
0: Treat me with a little courtesy, Mr. Kelly. Well, I, I'm very, very sorry. Just because you're running for mayor
5: again, you know. <laughs>
0: I'm sure Edward J. thanks you very, very much for that plug. burns <laughs> me up. to asked right. me to come over here. I'm not getting paid for this, you know. Well, I'll tell you. Let's start all over again. Joe, do uh, you think you've got a ride now? Five and a half feet tall.
5: Uh, well, five and the half times two equals eleven times three and a seventh equals thirty-four and four-sevenths.
0: Thirty-four and four-sevenths
5: is right. Good for you. Oh, that's, that's funny
0: marvelous. You know, I, I had thirty-three and a half. I was... Just a little bit off there. I'm sorry. Well, I think I you... I must have figured that wrong. You left... 33 and a half. Evidently, you left the pie part out. The cubic. I had the cubic meter in oh, there. Oh, that's where you are wrong. Yes, that was 33 a and wasn't... a half. I can't figure out. <laughs> well, Joel, to... after the broadcast, will you get together with the judge and explain it well, to Well, you it?
5: have to multiply by two, and <laughs> <You> then... Just... <laughs> I did it! <laughs> I, I multiplied.
0: You <laughs> multiply. What? Oh, wait.
5: Uh,
0: Wait a minute Uh, Joe You see, you multiply
5: Uh, by two And then you multiply And then you multiply That by three and a seven I know,
0: I did it twice I multiplied (laughs) it twice And I got, I got thirty-three and a half
5: (laughs) Then you must have been
0: wrong (laughs) Okay, all right, Joe Joe, listen, I'd just like to say one thing When I was eight years old, I used to be able to answer all these questions too. But believe me, twenty years makes a difference. You forget. (laughs) Well, we'll uh, we'll take that up after the broadcast, Joel. Thanks a lot. Anytime, Joel wants to make something out of it, you know. See him later. I'll tell you what. uh, You You can all catch him any day he ever saw. You know, Judge. uh, uh, Pardon me. Uh, You can all catch your breath a minute now, uh, while Fort Pearson goes on with the (laughs) vitamin lesson.
1: Thank you, Joe. This time I would like to talk about the B vitamins that are so important in our daily diet. Yes, the same B vitamins that you find in one-a-day brand vitamin B complex tablets made by Miles. These B vitamins are found in meat, whole grains, various fruits and vegetables. They're extremely important where energy, digestion and nerves are concerned. So, if you're feeling sort of all tired out and nervous, it could be you're not getting enough of those B vitamins. And just so you won't have to bother with them three or four times each busy day, the Miles Laboratories developed this single one-a-day brand B-Complex tablet to give you the full minimum daily supply of all the B vitamins for which requirements have been established. Yes, all in one little pleasant-tasting tablet. And what's more, you'll find them low-priced, too. A whole month's supply for just 90 cents. That's a name to remember and insist on when you're buying B vitamins. One-a-day brand, vitamin B-complex tablets, made by Miles Laboratories. Now, the next question, please, Joe.
0: All right, Fort. Uh, are you ready, Judge? Yes, all uh-huh. right. Now, here is, 10, Mar- <laughs> uh, here is a question from Mrs. Marion. got 33 and a half. Yes, Here is a question from Mrs. Marion P. Miller of New Orleans about famous Allen. I want you to identify them. <laughs> the first one, the first one is Ethan Allen. Margaret?
2: Well, he and his Green Mountain boys cleaned up on the British um, before and during the Revolutionary
5: War.
0: That's right. Good for you. All right, how about Allen Adele? Joel?
5: Uh, well, uh, in the book, it, it was in the book Robin Hood, uh, and, and Robin Hood helped...
0: Eleanor Dale win the wife he wanted. That's right, Joel. Can you tell us something else about him?
5: Uh, yeah, he was a minstrel. Uh-huh. I mean a mister.
0: That's yeah. right. All right, well, thanks very much. Now, oh, wait a minute. I, I thought there'd be a third part of this question. Another Alan. Oh, but a I juggler. I... There was a juggler by the name of Ellen. Oh, a juggler. Well, I I couldn't tell you. Sort of a louse, if I may. <laughs> Well, I uh, I really couldn't think of one myself, uh, so I, I guess we'd better get along here. Now, we're going to have some fun with this question from Arlene Erickson of Bellingham, Washington. <laughs> she wants you to make up some sentences or expressions using the names of popular brands of soap. Punning is permitted. All right, now let's have some sentences or expressions using the names of popular brands of soap. Margaret?
2: I... Uh, um... If I had my way, I would bury him.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Well, Well, we're back to Alan again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very good, Margaret. All right, any more? Ruthie?
4: Well, um, you mean the name of the soap?
0: Yes, you can use the name of the soap. uh,
4: Well, um, you're my sweetheart.
0: Ruthie, that was cute. That was a doozer. Yes, sir, that's all right. Any more? All right, uh, Joel.
5: Uh, I was just going to say that the one Margaret said was not a real verse. It was blank verse.
0: Blank verse. Uh, How about that, Judge? (laughs) Judge? Blank verse? Yes. Well, I, I can't agree with Joel. Oh, you can't? That. No, no, no. Well, all right, then. Uh, I think we've done. Not until we get that other argument settled. About <laughs> 33 and a half before oh. <laughs> we I agree with him on this. All right. Well, I'm for Joel. You understand <laughs> how I got 33 and a half on that thing. All right, uh, Margaret.
2: Well, you could say, uh, uh-oh, it's a blackout. Look, um, current light.
0: Yeah, you could. That's, that's all right.
2: Harvey? Well, this doesn't have to be any particular land Oh, we'll use palm hours. Um, palm hours for
4: the phosphorescent skin.
0: Well, that's all right, too. I think Ruthie's, uh, uh, really caught on the idea. Now, Ruthie?
4: Um, there's an ivory statue over there.
0: An ivory statue. Well, that's all right. Very good. By the way, Judge, I said punning is permitted. Would you like to participate in this? Well, I don't know. I come in contact with so, so little, (laughs) light. Well, okay, let's get along with... Uh Uh-oh, there's the bell, yes, sirree. That bell saved me. You you certainly did. (laughs) Yes, that was the last bell. School time's up. And now it's time for His Honor, Judge Benny, to demonstrate his jurisprudence. My what? Well, Jack, you do have the scores ready. Oh, the score. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, don't rush me. I'm double-checking. I see. Five, five, is
5: five. <laughs> Carry
0: over the square peg into the round roof. You've still got 33 and a half. Isn't it? <laughs> Look, Kelly, you're not going to put me in a spot like this. No. Well, what do you mean, Jack? You're here as the judge, you know, and you're supposed to add the scores and decide which three of the five quiz kids come back next week. Oh, I am. Well, listen, Mr. Kelly, the quiz kids are all friends of mine. And the way my scores come out, all five of them tied for first place, and they all come back next
5: week.
0: (laughs) Well, that's certainly fair, Your Honor. Let's I know figure that, out how he got thirty-four in the fourth set. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. Now we'll have Joel get together with you after the broadcast, Joel. By the way, after the broadcast, yeah. and uh, then he can explain everything to you. And I'm sure that he will uh, straighten you out on that. I'm sure. I'd like to have him straighten out how I can save a dime out of my income tax next year, too. <laughs> we get We'll get together later, Joe. We'll <laughs> yes, out. you two it. fellas get together. Now, uh, as I said before, that was certainly fair of you, Jack, and I know there'll be no appealing your decision. Now, of course, you know we give each quiz, kid, a $100 denomination war bond from the makers of AlphaTelfer. These bonds are... Oh, I was worried
1: there for a minute.
0: (laughs) Who gives 100? The... Uh, The maker's... Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) These, uh... I I thought it was the judge for a moment. I got... Yeah, the the children get them. Now, these bonds are to help the children with their future education. I see. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I don't get anything. uh, No bonds or anything. No, that's just for the children. I I see. I just come over here for nothing. Well... Well, Joe, that thing they help our boys on the fighting front for such things as liberty and democracy and freedom of education, which makes possible splendid American youngsters like the quiz. <laughs> thank you very much, Jack. And uh, thank you very, very much for lending us your judicial presence tonight. Yeah. Well, school's over. This is Joe Kelly dismissing the quiz kids class until this same time next Sunday. Good night, kids.
4: Good night, Mr. Good night. Mr. Kelly.
0: Good night, Judge Benny. Good night, teacher. <laughs> Listen to the quiz kids
1: every Sunday at this same time. Jack Benny appeared on the Quiz Kids program through the courtesy of the General Foods Corporation. This is Fort Pearson
5: speaking. This program came to you from Chicago. This is the Blue Network.